Hello, hello, Aisha Grove here, the host of the Encouraged Overcomer podcast. I just want to say welcome. I'm so glad that you showed up today. You are here and ready for this discussion, and I'm excited for you to walk away encouraged. Hey, friend, I'm so glad you're here. Today, we are talking about fear. Fear is the one thing that can be holding you back from stepping into your purpose. And today, I'm going to talk about how fear is the thing that holds us back. But also, I'm going to share a Bible story with you today with a little bit of a twist. And by the end of this episode, you're going to walk away and know exactly what step that you can take towards your purpose. The story that we are talking about today is the story of David and Goliath, the famous story from the Bible that most people know, even if they've never read the Bible before. This story is so powerful and I want to take it into a different direction because typically we focus on David killing the giant and yes, that is so wonderful, but I want to talk about the fear of the others who could have slain Goliath but they chose not to why because they were afraid so David was the youngest of his brothers and he was at home stayed home from the battle tending to the sheep helping with cooking and getting things ready for the soldiers and he goes out to battle to provide them with provisions and he asks them like hey what's going on Well, prior to Goliath, the giant of the Philistines, he was over nine feet tall. He was an angry, scary looking man and he mocked them and he mocked God and he laughed at them and he yelled at them and told them, fight me, fight me. He was just getting them riled up and nobody took the bait. Everyone just stayed back, including Saul. That is their king. That's the person who he's supposed to be the strongest and the most powerful. They chose not to do a thing. Now, David comes there and he's like, hey, what's going on? And his brothers are like, go back home. What are you doing here? And he's like, we need to we need to defeat him. We need to slay him. Like, what are y'all doing? He's like, he's making fun of our God. And he goes over there. He doesn't even use Saul's armor because Saul's armor is too heavy for him because David was a smaller young man and he goes and he gets stones and a sling. Goliath continues to mock and laugh and then he's laughing at David and even though David did not have a sword and a spear, he didn't have this knight in shining armor appearance, he was like, I am going to slay this giant. And he does. He put a rock in a sling and he swung one of the rocks at Goliath's head. The rock sank deep into his forehead and he fell. Kaplunk. Just like that. And so David goes over to Goliath's dead body, picks up his sword, and uses Goliath's own sword to cut off his head. What an incredible victory. It is just, it's amazing. Sometimes I'm like, I wish I could be there. And just, I would be so like excited and pumped up and just feeling victorious. There's one problem with the story though. A lot of the focus is on David and his victory and how he overcame fear and he took God's word for what it was and he defeated his giant but I want to talk to you about 
the soldiers who did nothing because of fear. Imagine this smaller man coming and not having any training, not having any background in knowing exactly what to do as far as strategy to defeat an army. He comes in and he does exactly what should have been done in the first place. Imagine being the soldiers in that army and having to go home to their families and saying, yeah, well, we were out there for days, but we couldn't, we couldn't defeat the giant. So David had to come along and kill him. That would have been so humiliating, embarrassing. This is the part that we leave out sometimes because we focus so much on trusting God and having faith in God and stepping into your purpose and doing what God called you to do. And there is consequence for choosing to stay in fear. There's a consequence. Now, the consequence here that happened was that somebody else stepped in and did what God called him to do. And I can imagine the people were just jealous. They were probably like, oh my goodness, so embarrassed. Saul himself, his pride, his ego probably dropped way, way low after that. When you're not in your purpose and you're seeing someone else doing what you know you should be doing when you're when you're just stuck in that fear you start to get resentful you start to not be excited when other people succeed you start to be critical of others you start to feel like you don't want to see anything positive you're like that triggers me if I see this person doing something great on social media or they're living their best life. You're like, I need to unfollow them or mute whatever they're putting on their social media page and post. And it's because it triggers you. And so instead of doing something about the thing that's triggering you, because chances are the reason it's triggering you is because it's something that you need to take action on and do, you block it off and you try to avoid it altogether. And and so that's the consequence is not stepping into faith. And so you don't like it when you see other people do it. And a part of you can't handle it because it's too much because you know you should, but someone else is doing it. And the other consequence is that this other thing happens when you are living in fear, then the blessings the positivity, the energy, the things that could be happening to you happen to someone else who decided to step in faith and follow God. And I know that that's hard to hear because you want things for your life. You want things to change. You want to do something big. You don't want to be stuck. You want to get out of that. So that's why I'm here to explain this today to you that first of all, there are consequences for when you decide to stay in your fear. And I, I want to tell you a personal story because I am not someone who has always been a person of like faith and just like driven, motivated. Yes, I got this. I have had my moments and I would say since 2019, so let's backtrack actually, I started running races in 2014 and they were obstacle course races and also road like on the road races and I committed to doing a race once a year and after I did the first one, it was just like the energy, the adrenaline. Like I was like, wow, my body could do this. Like I ran nonstop for 3.2 miles. It was a 5K was my first race. And I did obstacles in between. 
I was able to see like that I was stronger than I thought I was. So it motivated me to continue to do races. And I did it with a friend and I loved the feeling of achieving something and feeling super strong afterwards and feeling accomplished and feeling just like I'm incredible like I'm a superhero you would get the the medal and you get to wear it and they you know make you feel like a superstar people are cheering for you and so I loved it and it was just like something that I did and talking to people because you know these obstacle course races in case you don't know Spartan races in recent days that's what I've done but in recent years I should say and they are brutal these races I mean you you walk away from these races with like chafing everywhere (laughs) in weird places okay I walked away from a race one time a Spartan race with two black toenails bloody just blood coming out of my toenails from my feet I was so stiff I could barely walk my muscles were all in cramps I don't know if you've ever had a charley horse or just like had a cramp in your in the bottom of your foot and like it's just excruciating you're like hanging on until it goes away and that was all over my whole body (laughs) And I had bruises in weird places and scrapes. And I mean, I hate worms. And but in this particular race, you have to like go under the dunk wall. Like you get into the water that's chest height and there is a wall that goes into the water, but not all the way to the bottom of the floor, but it goes into the water. And it's mud, by the way. I'm saying water. It's mud. It's pure mud. And you go up to the wall and you have to dunk yourself under the wall and come out when the other side. And I mean, it's freezing. The water is freezing. The mud. The mud is freezing. And then there's a mountain of mud on the other side. So you have to like crawl your way out of it. And there's worms popping out and it's just, it's disgusting. And you're trying to get out, but you keep sliding back down. So you get mud in your ears for days. My hair, the texture of my hair is just already just unique in itself. And so I just, to try to get the mud out is insane. (laughs) And so I don't, I mean, you have to deep condition your hair after this. It is like... You feel like you have to go to a masseuse, a chiropractor, acupuncture, like you are ready to do it all after a Spartan race, okay? And so you feel like you got hit by a truck because of the burpees that you have to do. Every time you don't make it through an obstacle, you have to do 30 burpees. Burpees are like the best and the worst exercise, in my opinion, because I call it the best exercise because it is a it is a whole body workout in one when you're doing burpees. You're working your core, your abs, you're working your your quads, your glutes, your hamstrings, you're working your arms, your shoulders, your back, everything. And you're doing 30 every time you miss an obstacle. 
And so when you come up to an obstacle, you're like praying that you get through the obstacle. And what has happened to me before is that in my luck, I would go up to, it's usually the javelin. Anyways, (laughs) javelin throw. You take this huge thing like spear and you launch back and you throw it and it's attached to this rope and you throw it and you're trying to hit this haystack target and I miss it I have not made it in any of the races Spartan races that I've done and I've done some of the hard crazy obstacles that I didn't even think I could do I've done and I'm like why can't I get the javelin throw like what what is it about that? And so um it is just it's intense. <laughs> and everyone's there for a different reason, you know, where some people are there to see like what they can actually do and to get the faith to believe in themselves again and some are there because they're on teams some are elite athletes and they're like they're there to get the fastest time ever thank goodness they don't put us on the same heat when we're running because these people will run you over and they are finishing these 25 to 30 obstacles in a 5k like if it's a sprint race then they are finishing it in like i don't know 40 minutes or less it's 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 insane and so everyone has a different reason for doing it i did one i got hooked i do spartan races that's my thing i love spartan races i'll I'll always and forever be a spartan and i remember that the last race before last year was 2019 and so we had covid and i didn't there were no races that I did that year. And then 2021, I was like, I'm not going to do a race because I don't feel like I've really been training like I used to because prior to that, I was doing CrossFit and crazy hardcore workouts and things like that. And so I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna, you know, give it a rest. And then 2022 last year I decided I'm going to go and go to this orange theory class and so I'm in orange theory minding my own business and my coach comes up to me and he goes oh I see your shirt is a Spartan 2019 I'm like yes and I was all proud of my shirt and he's like when's your next race and I hesitated (laughs) not gonna lie I was like um that big swallow I was just like I don't know I'm not really like in the shape I was when I was doing those and like I don't know I was coming up with all these excuses and he was like put it on the calendar you got to do it then he's like and I have a running group and we train and so you know just keep coming to Orange Theory you know we'll get we'll get your race ready and I was like in my mind I was having a fit i was like no no say no i don't want to do it and i was like sure the word sure came out of my mouth and i am telling you right now i was terrified completely terrified 
And I was like, I, I'm not, I'm not doing CrossFit anymore. I'm not nearly in the shape that I need to be in. I had, you know, you if you've heard previous episodes, it was just after I was just coming on the other side of depression and trying to get back to to just myself again and so I was like this is going to be literal torture (laughs) and it wasn't a 5k that I signed up for it was a 10k and I I believe it was like 9.2 miles or 8.9 miles something like that and I was just like remembering my black toenails bloody toenails feeling like I was just the walking dead walking around and like after that race and I was like oh my it's gonna be even more brutal and so I just braced myself and I'm like well you already said yes so now you gotta get it done and I'm telling you I was I was feeling like a different person in that moment when I did get to the race and I was just like, my mind was telling me like, you shouldn't be doing this. (laughs) And it was telling me, you're going to get hurt. You're going to injure yourself. And you're with these people who do this for a living. They do these races. I mean, one of the guys in the group, because there was two men and there was like, four girls and um could have been more could have been less I can't even think of math right now because I'm just picturing me amongst these elite just incredible athletes and there's a team of us and one of the guys that was on the team he was 60 years old I I think he said he was 62 and he had done so many races he was he had run mountains and he, you know, the whole entire group did Ragnar races, which is like this 45 mile race that you, you basically, it's like a relay, like you take turns going and running for six miles and then you get in a vehicle and then somebody else runs the six miles and you just keep going until you finish the finish the race. And I had never heard of that prior to meeting these people, but I was very intimidated. I'm not going to lie. I was like starting to get down on myself. I'm like, I don't look like these people here. Like, who do I think I am? Like, (laughs) I ain't coming in here dressed looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger. I'm not ripped like this. I mean, some of the athletes, they were like, it was, it was cold and windy. And they were like walking around with no shirt on. (laughs) They're just brave and like they're out there. They're like. They're going to run just shirtless with these itty bitty shorts on in the race and they're ready. And I'm like, Aisha, what did you get yourself into? And uh, that the thoughts didn't stop there. So I also have a fear of heights. And yes, (laughs) don't ask me why I continued to do Spartan races because... They always have something that is insanely high in the race, um, these cargo nets. And anyways, so I was just like, I don't, I don't know if I can do this. And I chickened out. Like I was just like, and I mean, 
mentally in my mind. Obviously, I wasn't vocalizing these things because I was like, okay, <laughs> they were not going to let me stay in that mindset anyway. So I just was like, okay, you got to suck it up. You're already here. So do it. I mean, I was so nervous, y'all. I'm just going to be honest with you that like sometimes when I'm really, really nervous about a big event or I'm going to speak or just something big is is happening I get the nervous poops and I don't even know if that's a thing I'm I am like being very like TMI right now but I don't know what it was but I was like I have to go to the bathroom I have to go to the bathroom and so it was just I was terrified I was terrified and um my stomach wasn't settled I I just didn't feel right it was windy, it started to rain, like cold rain. And then it was just like the whistle blew. And I don't even know if it was a whistle. They might have like blown a big blow horn or something. But it was time to start and I started running. And there were times where I just, I wanted to quit because... I was like, I haven't trained like this. And and yes, I was doing Orange Theory workouts, but I was running on a treadmill during those workouts. And it's just different than land, you know, it was just different. And so I was just like, this is more brutal than I thought. (laughs) But my endurance was up because I felt like I could actually get through it. Even though it was hard, I felt like I could actually run. But I knew I was holding them back because they were just flying through. But the two guys had stayed back with me and they were supporting me the whole way, cheering me on, helping me to get up things because I'm 5'4". And yes, I know that's average height. But when you are coming up to a seven foot wall and you have to jump up on that wall and then jump down to the other side, I was like, "Hmm, this is going to be challenging. And let's just say I'm, I don't got no Air Jordan skills, okay? So I had to have somebody hoist me up there. Now, there was one time where I was coming up to this obstacle and it was, it was high off the ground. I had to jump up and grab these like pull-up bars. And then instead of going across to like, like the way monkey bars look, the bars were going up. And so not only were they going up, they weren't going straight up, they were angled toward you. So it was inverted. So you had to jump up and then try to basically climb your way up to the top and then around it and then climb down and then jump, jump down. And I was afraid. I was like, oh my goodness. And they're like, just jump up to the bar. So I jumped up to the bar they were like, okay, just step on my shoulder. So I stepped on the shoulder of someone and then got myself up there. And then I was just like terrified again. And then I I thought I was just going to fall. Like I was scared that I would lose my grip and they were behind me and literally like holding like my upper back, like my whole body. I, I mean, they were just holding me to make sure I didn't like fall off of the thing. And I was able to find my my way and get over to the other side and jump down and I was like wow that's insane like 
I never thought I could do something like that. And I, I do have a fear of heights. Um, and so then there was another obstacle. This was towards the end of the race. And it was a wall climb with a rope. And so you get one rope and you have to climb up this steep wall that's obviously it's an incline right um wall and you know get down on the other side so I was like I saw it and I was just afraid because I have not ever prior to this I had not ever been able to get up one of those walls and and it was Typically because there's a lot of people in front of you who have mud everywhere and it's just you're just sliding down off these walls. And so you have to have incredible grip strength and also have technique and strategy and skill. And me, I had neither at that point because I was like towards the end of the race, my arms felt like jello and I was just kind of like, oh, this is definitely wearing on me and I looked at the wall and I was like yeah I can't and I said it out loud now the guy that was with me um he's like oh you're going up that wall (laughs) and I was like what and before I knew it I, I had the rope and these two guys were on the side of me and they're like let's go let's go and he was like no don't lean back you want to lean towards it you want to you want to stay toward 90 degree angle as much as possible stay low and I was like oh and he's like now just keep taking steps forward and keep taking steps forward and I did and I made it up that wall by myself and I was amazed And then when I got down, he looked at me and he said, don't ever say that you can't again. And I said, you know what? You're right. It was like, what in the world? I wouldn't have even tried to get up that wall if he didn't tell me to get myself up that wall. And I wouldn't have even known what I was capable of. I was like, wow. Part of me is embarrassed of the picture because like I said, I was I was at one of my heaviest weights um, and I was just kind of like coming back on the other side of, you know, depression and um, just trying to get my life back together. But I'm going to post that picture on my um, social media so that you can see it so Facebook or Instagram, most likely I'll post it on both, but I'm going to post that picture because I saw that picture afterwards and I cried. I I cried because I was like, this is me saying to every single thing that was holding me back that I got this, that I have more strength within me than I could ever think of and I don't have to question myself again or try to talk myself out of being brave and doing it anyways doing it in the fear anyway and it was like me saying to myself I'm climbing up to the other side of this I'm climbing and I'm coming I'm coming for God's blessings. And I want that for you. I want you to say, I'm coming for what God has for me. Forget all of this self-doubt and negative, negative just talk and negative thoughts and negative people in your life telling you who do you think you are. Those people, those soldiers, they were so 
low in their confidence in themselves. They were telling David, ah, you're just a nobody. Oh, you're just a shepherd boy. What are you out here for? You're out here to just play games and, you know, to be sneaky or something. And, you know, they were, they were making fun of him. Literally. You don't need those, those comments and that negativity in your life. Don't even pay attention to it. That didn't stop David. He was like, let's go. Let's go. And he slayed his giant. And that's exactly the power that you have in you. And I want you to claim it. The Bible said, for God hath not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. What are you afraid of today? You look it in the face and you say, yes, I may have never done this before. But today is the day that I take a step towards that and I'm going to move in fear. You may be fearful. Your heart may be pounding. You may be feeling like, I don't even know what's going to happen when I do this. But I'm telling you that once you take that step, it's like a weight is lifted off. I was talking to a group of friends. There's, there's three of us. We're entrepreneurs. We call each other once a week. We you know, give each other feedback. We check up on each other. Accountability partners, so to speak. And one of my friends amongst the three of us was like talking and she was just like you know I just I feel like something is unlocked inside me because I finally started my podcast and I'm I finally did it and I feel so so good and just she was she was lit up and we were just we were her hype squad we were like yes girl yes you got this and like We were just all kept saying how thankful we are to have the people in our little group and that just, we encourage each other, we build each other, we push each other to our greatness and and we're alongside of each other as well on that journey. And to see her face and she was just like, I I thought I could have done this. I should have done this five years ago. And she was like, well, nope, I couldn't have done it five years ago because of this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this. this." It was like timing. I understand timing, timing, you know, uh, you're having those feelings and those thoughts and you're like, I feel like God is wanting me to is pushing me into a direction. I just don't really know where, but he wants you to take action. Take action. Action brings clarity. It'll bring you closer to what you can be doing or or should be doing or will be doing. And when God's hand, sorry, when God's hand is on it, it's not a waste. Nothing is wasted when God's hand is on it. So don't ever think that because you didn't start back then or you didn't get this done or you're not the person you feel like you should be in order to get to where you want to go, that that it's not going to happen for you. God is with you. 
And if God be for you, who can be against you? Believe that. Because we tend to believe our fears, what other people say. And God says, put your confidence in God, not in man. Fear is a liar. It's a tool of the enemy. And the longer you entertain it, the more you will allow it. The more you will feed into it and nurture that side. The moment you are fearful about taking an action step towards something that you you know you should be doing, think about it as a sign. That's exactly what you need to do before you talk yourself out of it. So no matter what it is, and I mean, this could be you're trying to get to your purpose. This could be a goal that you have. And you're like, I'm going to lose this weight. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, but you got to go to the gym. And you're like, I don't like people looking at me at the gym. And then you talk yourself out of it. No, you strap them shoes on real quick and get out that door and get to the gym. Don't let someone talk you out of it. Don't let yourself talk you out of it. Don't let your thoughts think you out of it. Because that fear is not going to get you anywhere good. Because God did not give you fear. That's not of God. He didn't give you fear. He did not give you confusion. He's not the author of confusion. So... Once you start taking an action step, it's like you're showing faith and you're putting action to your faith and then God blesses and you get a little more and a little more and a little more. And even if you're like, well, I don't really know what I'm supposed to do. But even if you were like, well, I ended up here and I didn't think that's where I was supposed to be or, you know, maybe I don't I don't know. I'm just I'm here, but I don't know that that's where God called me. But you are going to get exactly to where God wants you to be. Keep taking action steps forward. Keep moving forward. And that will push that fear out the door to where it no longer has control over you. No one's perfect. It's not going to be perfect. But when you start facing fears and you start telling yourself, oh, this fear is just here because I'm supposed to be doing what I'm supposed to be doing right now. And, you know, this fear is here because maybe I don't have the how. Maybe you're like, I'm stuck in the analysis paralysis. I don't know how to get it done. The same saying that they say that's, you know, cliche. How do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? That's exactly how you attack your fears. One little fear at a time. And instead of thinking about this incredible, tremendous goal you have in front of you, break it down into bite-sized pieces. You may say, I want to start my own business and I want to do this and you're like there's all these ideas out there there's so many things you could do you could be a coach you could do affiliate marketing you could do Amazon FBA funds you can do stocks and investments you could do you know and there's there's a wealth of information out there 
you just pick, right? But I want to encourage you to land on one thing and relentlessly pursue that one thing until you've exhausted all of your efforts and energy and into that and you realize okay I can move on you know I can I can move on because that's just that's not the direction that I need to go and and then you'll get more wisdom and more clarity and you will continue to keep going and then God is there he's he's taking the reins it's hard it takes trust it takes time it takes work it takes effort and it takes continual facing of the fear in order for you to step into whatever is waiting for you on the other side of that fear david he was most likely fearful he had fear but he moved in faith and among that was the blessing of God and he got to reap the reward if whether it's timing whether it's situational don't let the fact that you didn't move on what God called you to do because it was you stopping you faith over fear that is what we should continually put in front of us to achieve whatever your goal is today. And I want to encourage you because a lot of times the fears we have, a, a lot of times they're physical because we live in a physical world. And so I don't know if you've ever done a race and, and I don't I don't want you to, you know, think like, oh, I'll just do a 5K. But like, I want to encourage you to do a race this year. I want to encourage you to do a race that is not your safety zone. Some people, they do in a 5K and they're like, oh, I've already done 5Ks. And it's like, because I know I could do it. It's like, I'm going to do it. Or they're like, a 5K doesn't sound as much as like a 10K or a half marathon or something. And so they, they want to play it safe. And so that's why they, they choose to do it. I want you to pick a race that you're like scared of. <laughs> that you're like, oh, shoot, I already signed up for it. I got to do it. <laughs> And you have an accountability partner where you're like, what? My mind is blown. <laughs> and sign up. Do it anyway. And I promise you that you will walk away feeling like a queen or a king or just like you're on top of the world. Because you did something that you didn't know you could do until you did it. And for you, maybe maybe you're like... I want to start a business. I want to make passive income. I want to help people in a ministry. And you're just staying stuck. I want you to figure out what is one thing that you could do today to bring you closer to that dream. Maybe it's you need to read a book about that topic. Maybe it's just getting it in front of you so that you can learn something about it and it can start to just go into your mind and then help you to think creatively on it and continue to pursue it. Maybe you need to watch a few YouTube videos on it. I don't know. But then whatever that one action step is, I want you to commit to doing it every day for 30 days. And if you're like, I've committed to things for 30 days and I've never stuck to it, commit to seven. Commit to something. But give yourself a timeline so that you don't do something indefinitely because it won't get done. 
And if you're like, all right, in 30 days, I'm going to read a book and you have a book and it's like 300 pages and you're like, what in the world? It's 300 pages. Then you're not going to say, I'm going to try to read as much as I can every day until I get to the book. No, tell yourself, well, I don't even, I don't even like to read. I have not read in a while. Then tell yourself, okay, I'm going to give myself to read between five to 10 pages every day. Your minimum's five, your maximum's 10. And so that way you have some flexibility in there and it's not just like, I'm gonna read 10 pages every day and then if you don't, you feel like you failed, right? And try to get in that middle range and stick to it. And when you're like, yeah, you read those five to 10 pages in a day, in 30 days, you will have read a book. A book that got you closer to the thing that you want to pursue or you want to learn more about or you want to do out of your comfort zone. Maybe you're like, I want to do something drastically different than I've ever done. For me, I'm like, I want to, you know, be more flexible. I want to increase my mobility, you know, but for you, maybe you're just like, I want to stay consistent in working out. I want to I want to achieve a skill. I want to learn to sew. I want to you know, learn how to fix my own vehicle or just something new that you're like excited about that you're already interested in. And then that one step of action. So What is it going to be today? What is your one action step that you are going to take? I want you to message me. Find me on Instagram, AishaG34, or on Facebook, Aisha Grove, or We Health and Wellness. But I want you to message me and I want you to tell me, I listened to your episode and this is the action step that I'm taking to bring me away from my fear and into my faith. And friend, I'm right here with you and I'm cheering you on because faith is a liar and we got this. Have a great day and above all else, stay encouraged. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode. If this was valuable to you, please be sure to leave a review. Hit that subscribe button so that you are notified when the next episode launches. And also be sure to share this with someone you love. If you are looking for more resources on how to stay encouraged, please click the link in the description and I'll be happy to serve you. I'm looking forward to the next time. Stay encouraged.